0: hello and welcome to another edition of the newsreel my name is ken and my name is jeremy and uh, for those of you who are new to the newsreel here we talk about movie and tv news uh but before we get into the movie or tv topics uh, of the day let's get right into our question of the day for the newsreel and this week's uh, question comes from the nerdist instagram account i think this is Probably the second time, at least, that we've gotten some stuff from the Nerdist Instagram account. Is that right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's usually, what, barstool sports, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm glad that we have a little, at least a little variation.
0: A little variety, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's pretty cool, too, because it's on our weekly reel Instagram feed that we usually have and from what we've subscribed to. Uh, but on their Instagram account, they do ask, and we're going to borrow from them, what MCU character are you defending like this? And when they're referring to defending like this, there's actually a photo on that post where there's a person that's typing up a really long-winded, like hella long-winded uh, text message on, on their phone. Yeah, and so basically really what long. they're saying is, uh, which MCU character are you defending to no end? So uh, Jeremy, do you want to take this one? The
1: MCU character I would defend like that is uh, Hawkeye. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Because he gets a lot of shit. (laughs) Yeah, he does get a lot. (laughs) Because uh, I was like, okay, am I going to go with my favorite MCU character, Captain America? But then again, I think the character speaks for himself. Whereas Hawkeye, I feel like you need to have that explanation to somebody. Like Hawkeye is cooler than <laughs> people think he is. He's more useful than people think he is. Um, and I hope that in this new TV show that he's getting, which is only was going to come out in what, a few weeks now? Yeah. It's going to, I hope that will show people that Hawkeye is not a boring character. <laughs>
0: I know I'm actually really looking forward to it. I've liked the uh, the trailer and some of the teasers that have come out since then um, with it. I mean, it just gets you know in the festive mood because it is going to be taking place during the holidays and everything but like you said I feel like Hawkeye has gotten a little bit of a raw deal and he's like dude Hawkeye sucks I mean he's just the bow and arrow guy yeah. <laughs> and he has his family and <laughs> that's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, especially compared to everyone else on the team, I guess maybe except Black Widow, but even then, I feel like um he never really beats Black Widow either, especially in hand-to-hand combat. Um <laughs> so, yeah, he does get he, he definitely catches a lot of flack, so I hope that uh this show can pretty much like redeem his character. I mean, I think he's a cool character. Right. I've um just hopefully that the the show can do him justice. Yeah.
0: Oh no, I I I poke fun at at um at Hawkeye a little bit too, but I think uh, if you remember during our MCU rewatch when we got to Age of Ultron, I actually appreciated his character a little bit more just watching that movie for the first time in a while, and I thought it was actually pretty funny, and he actually had uh, some layers, I guess, and I felt like maybe because Age of Ultron has kind of gotten a, a little bit of a a a little bit of a reputation for Mm -hmm. being a disappointing Avengers movie. It's, you know, let's be honest. It's, it's probably most people's worst Avengers movie out of the four. Uh, but I felt he was really good in that.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's where the Hawkeye showcase was. I think that's probably his best outing as, because, you know, they gave him the screen time to, in order Mm -hmm. to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. so, I, but then again it is the, the Forgotten Avengers movie. So yeah. Hopefully hopefully uh this T V show is gonna be good. And like you said, I'm looking forward to the the Christmas vibe. Uh the fact that it's like it, it really does feel like a Christmas movie where he's like, Oh I'm gonna don't worry, I'll make it home for Christmas and but then all this other crazy stuff is happening. But it just takes
0: place in the MCU and it's with Hawkeye, I think is a really great idea. Yeah, the thing that the, that the show has going for it is I, I think they did a pretty good job establishing his family and everything, especially, um, you know, they started it with introducing it in Age of Ultron, but uh, also um, showing, especially kind of in the beginning of Endgame, you know, that his family did get dusted and and uh, obviously how it affected him because obviously he reverted to the uh, Ronin character um and i am sure it seems like we're going to see some of the um the after effects of you know when he became that ronin character right ooh yeah i forgot like i forgot that they're going to actually touch upon that and
1: mm-hmm. uh Yelena from the black widow movie is supposed to show up at some point yeah. obviously deal with uh something with Natasha's fate obviously mm-hmm. and see how that kind of ties in with um his
0: time as Ronan I think would be is going to be cool I think so and um do you know how many episodes it should be I uh, I keep thinking it's 6 I
1: wouldn't be surprised if it's 6 something mm. like that cuz that's what it seemed like with Falcon
0: and Winter Soldier sounds about right okay all right well uh for me um if the when I initially thought of it I was like ooh Scarlet Witch that's an easy one cuz you know um I feel like before Uh, especially before WandaVision, I felt like her storyline got a little bit of a like a reputation for being one of the more boring mm. reputation, you know, boring storylines, I guess. Um, and uh, Maybe
1: because she's tied to vision, that's why.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And Cause I mean, like even in infinity war, it's like, why are we spending so much time with Wanda and vision? I mean, for me, it was more like selfish reason. I was like, I, I do not mind it at all. It's Elizabeth, <laughs> <laughs> it's Elizabeth Olsen and everything. And so I don't mind it at all. And I, you know, I, I do like the, you know, like when she is able to use her powers and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh but actually the more I uh the more I read this question and everything, and I'll admit I did look at the comments and I found mm-hmm. a comment. I was like, Oh, okay, you know what? This is probably my real answer. Uh-oh. And that answer is Yinsen. No, I mean we way. created a whole uh what do you call it, award for him. Yeah, dude, Jensen, dude, because, dude, like, I, I, we talked about it in, in our first um, MCU rewatch when we were talking about Iron Man. And, you know, there are times when we do um, touch upon his character from time to time. But, man, Jensen really was the catalyst of getting Tony Stark to be Uh, you know, just basically to turn his life around, and it basically, I feel like, kicked off a generation of uh, comic book movies and everything, but more importantly, the MCU, and to the point where now we're, what, phase four, we're introducing movies and TV shows that are all related to each other, and it all goes back to that first one, and I feel like Jensen, if someone were to talk shit about Jensen, uh, we're we're fighting. We're throwing down uh, because Jensen is the man. Dude, Jensen
1: is the most underrated character. Like we say all the time, Jensen is the most underrated character in the MCU. So I would wholeheartedly defend him. Him and Dr. Erskine, right? Yes, Dr. Um, Erskine. From Captain, Captain America, I think, are the ones probably forgotten but have such a such an impact on like the best characters in the MCU. So mm-hmm. I, yeah. Jensen, like who, if someone were to be like, who's Jensen, I'm like, huh, who's Alfred freaking <laughs> Batman. You know
0: what I mean? So exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because you would literally would be like appalled if you hear that. There's a Jensen. What, what's a Jensen? I don't, I don't know what a Jensen is. And I'm like, Oh,
1: you're not a true. Marvel Let me educate fan. you. <laughs> let me <Yeah>. educate you. <laughs> All right, man. So I am going to bring the movie topic this week, like I normally do every week. And it's going to be on the Buzz Lightyear, or should I say the Lightyear teaser trailer. Mm -hmm. And so it was a bit of a different trailer than I expected, but I liked it nonetheless. And my question I want to ask you about the trailer is actually... Out of the Toy Story characters, who would you like to see have the same get the same treatment as Buzz Lightyear? You know, kinda like, you know, this Buzz Lightyear movie is kind of like Buzz Lightyear, the actual character doing his own adventures. It's not in the universe of oh, he's a toy. So I wanna know, out of all the Toy Story characters, um, which ones which one would you pick to actually get their own fleshed out
0: universe? mm that's a good question um I mean, I feel like the easy answer would be uh woody mm. um i mean do, like okay, so hypothetically, if we were able to do a uh woody like show or not show but a movie just like lightyear uh would it be completely unrelated to like his backstory from Toy Story two no, i feel like i i guess you could.
1: Because I know that there was a Buzz Lightyear cartoon way back when that I used to watch mm-hmm. uh, that actually had like the, I think it was called the Adventures of Buzz Lightyear or something like that. And it was, so I think you can have like a, it doesn't have to be tied in with the actual like story of Woody in the, uh, I mean, I guess they could take ideas, I guess. Mm. Okay. Like, would you um, like to see Mr. Potato Head or uh, uh, Rex or
0: Slinky? You know what I mean. That would oh, he, this this may be controversial. I mean, if I if I'm picking a non Woody character, I kind of want to see Forky. <laughs> Shoot, trash! I don't know about that, man. Just a limited Shoot. series. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it would work as a. Uh, as a movie yeah. <laughs> obviously <laughs> but i feel like maybe like a uh like a short or <laughs> something i think it'd be pretty funny just to follow forky just thing i don't know if it would like wear on people uh where it would just get old real quick the shtick but mm. dude uh, i felt like Toy Story 4 is a little underrated in that regard because I liked Forky so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of it was like, eh, it was all right. I felt like they didn't really need to make Toy Story 4. It was mm-hmm. definitely a money grab, I think. <laughs> but man, I I don't know. Forky was, uh, he was entertaining to me and it, it birthed uh, a lot of memes, basically. Uh, it, especially, you know, I like to watch sports and then... You know, you throw in a forky meme uh, about Dang. some dude that's playing like trash. And yeah. it, it It's just an easy connection.
1: Yeah, that, I could see that for sure. I do have to mention, though, uh, when they showed, uh, you know, the his space outfit, his iconic Buzz Lightyear dude. outfit. Is it just me or I got um, Halo
0: <laughs> flashbacks?
1: Yes. I was like, he has a freaking Spartan armor. <laughs>
0: Uh, no i got i got the same vibes too it was it was pretty epic i think that's why i enjoyed it so much uh because you were you know you got to you know experience a little bit of your childhood too because you know you bring back an iconic character you're updating it but it's more of a throwback and obviously it was weird seeing him with hair mm-hmm. uh dude i just everyone comparing him to uh who's the uh, the best. The bad guy and uh, the Incredibles? Uh um Syndrome. Syndrome <laughs> What's his name? Buddy? Buddy, there you yeah, go. Buddy. There you go. Yeah. It was like an older buddy. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, oh. <laughs>
1: it's that same like kind of art style ish. It's just yeah. the shapes of their face.
0: I mean, it is Pixar and everything, but yeah, I just, I just thought it was pretty funny. Uh, just, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Right off the bat, the trailer looked really good. And I was like, man, are they, uh, cause you know, um, the first Toy Story was 90, 1995, right? Yeah.
0: 95.
1: And so I'm wondering if they are they trying to aim a little bit towards, you know, the people like my age, pretty much uh, compared to like the younger, of course they're always going to aim to the younger audience. That's who it's. Like, mostly made uh, made for. But, you know, Toy Story 4, like, hit me pretty hard still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because it's, like, the characters that you grew up with. And they know that, in a way, that these people that uh, have been watching the characters for 20 years, it's like, oh, they're going to go out and see this version, too. So, yeah, I wonder yeah. if they're going to have some, you know, jokes and stuff that only the older OG toy story
0: fans and stuff would uh kind of enjoy yeah i hope they have uh some uh references to like the first one and um wait who's the his arch nemesis again Uh, zerg yeah yeah
1: (laughs) i i I bet he's gonna be the villain and just we're not gonna see it
0: yet oh i know i wonder if we see zerg behind the mask Mm, oh, that would be interesting.
1: Cause Zerg is pretty much what? Like Darth Vader? In, <laughs> yeah, pretty much in, in the <laughs> Toy Story universe. Yeah, in the Toy Story universe. So it that would be interesting. I, I would like to see that uh pretty much that that villain be more serious, I guess, in mm-hmm. uh in that in the
0: movie. But we'll see. Wait, would who would you um who would you have a uh uh a light year-esque type movie Mm, i would
1: probably go with oh man maybe slinky (laughs) i like the slinky character i was gonna say what's his name how what how did i forget his name the pig
0: oh The, uh, the piggy bank I know who you're talking about. Uh, is, it, is his name just ham? Pork, is it pork? Is it ham or is it pork? Because uh, I only know when uh, Andy's, you know, playing with, it's like he was talking about pork chop or something like that. You remember when they're in the characters and stuff? Oh, and, how
1: could I forget, dude? I don't, I don't remember. Uh, but I would probably go with Slinky. Yeah. Just to see like his backstory. Yeah. For <laughs> <That's pretty laughs> so just for some reason, I don't. I'm not too interested in Mr. Potato Head or. Yeah. Uh, maybe, I mean, freaking Rex is just a T Rex, so maybe Slinky.
0: Maybe even a Zerg one would be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, look, okay. okay. I, I I was gonna say Jesse or something like that, but then mm-hmm. again, it's like I I remember they did that uh, the backstory a little bit of the the show, and I was like, eh, it seemed kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Western, just straight up bu-
0: yeah. maybe just straight up bullseye when yeah. when he ends up uh, as like a little uh, horse pup I don't know <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah I would probably go with
1: Slinky you know in his oh. own universe possibly
0: how about a, how about the Prospector when he's actually young that'd be oh, pretty no. cool
1: yeah but that Prospector was always creepy
0: <laughs> that, that, yeah even even in the um, even in the outtakes remember that oh
1: yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, dirty yeah, old that, man. Come on. Now. Mm-hmm. They see Pixar knows what they're doing with the toys that they they use. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um, this week's TV topic. Um, I know that Jeremy in the past has come up with bonus TV topics, and you know what? I'm gonna actually take a page uh, from his book. So this week's TV topic is actually a bonus movie topic, and actually yesterday Sony released. I guess the first official uh, Morbius trailer. I know they released a uh, teaser trailer uh, several months back, but uh, yeah, they've released their first full-length Morbius trailer. And so, um, I guess before I get into my question, uh, mm-hmm. do you have any quick thoughts on the trailer itself?
1: So for me, it does feel—it's not the—I don't think it was the greatest trailer. Mm-hmm. I think I actually liked the first trailer more a little I bit I agree
0: actually yes no i I know what you mean. I felt like it was more mysterious and uh it got me h- more hyped yeah but, yeah go ahead sorry
1: yeah because it, it really felt like they were pushing this oh this guy's a hero and all that stuff whereas um he should if if anything he should be more like the anti-hero type thing kind of like venom but like you can get away with it with venom. But I'm not really getting those vibes with Morbius. You know what I mean? It's like Venom, he has a reputation of being the anti-hero. And um, I think his character lends... Like the, his, the personality kind of lends to that anti-hero. Like, oh, he's kind of a jerk sometimes. Sometimes he's not. Uh, whereas Morbius, it's like, oh, he's this doctor guy. And he, he something just like happens to him that he becomes a vampire. So
0: yeah. yeah I I really could tell weird. that they were they were trying to lean in on the fact that, you know, he's a doctor and he's trying to find it, a cure. I yeah. felt like they tried too hard to do that. And I feel like they Sony, they meaning Sony, they kind of give I don't know. I feel like every time they come out with these full-length trailers or whatever, I feel like they go out of their way to kind of give out plot points that I wish they shouldn't have. And I feel like they're giving too much again away. I don't know. I just like trailers more that, uh, uh, trailers that mainly just get us excited. Give us a kind of a snippet of what to expect and not necessarily like plot points that I don't necessarily need to know right away. You know what I mean? I like to save that for when I actually watch the movie. That's true. Yeah, they they did, they did give off
1: a lot of stuff. And I don't know. The trailer doesn't give me too much hope. Comparing it to the Lightyear trailer, I was like, dude, the Lightyear trailer, even though it's just a teaser trailer, this looks like I'm going to really enjoy it. With this one, I'm st- it's like on the fence. It's it could go either really bad or as good as Venom type of yeah.
0: thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me the the thing that keeps me hopeful for this is that you know, this is going to be one part of obviously their Sony Spider-Verse or whatever they call it, whatever they're going to be calling it. Um, and so that's why, actually, this is kind of what I wanted to ask you, kind of segueing into that. You know, we got a, a another glimpse of Michael Keaton as Vulture, you know, mm-hmm. that he was established in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. And now that the MCU and the, and the Sony Spider-Verse are... You know, slowly merging, especially with that Venom "Let There Be Carnage" post-credit scene, and obviously we talked about that on a, on on a full weekly Reel podcast episode. So, spoilers if you want to check that out. But we're anticipating this like leaning in and, and you know just blurring the lines even even more further. So, I'm gonna ask you. Do you think we'll get any more references to Sony's Spider-Verse, you know, as they try to introduce more to uh, this whole universe that they're about to start?
1: I think they will. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see another, like, Venom post credit scene type of thing um, in Morbius where it connects the movies together. I mean, but then again we also we already get to see Vulture in there, Michael <laughs> Keaton's character. So it's it's kind of weird. I feel like they they've had this planned for a while that it needs to come out like Venom needs to come out, then No Way Home, and then Morbius. Mm-hmm. I feel like that they've put it in that specific order for a reason, but it's like I don't know what, what they're gonna do with Morbius. Honestly. <laughs> In uh I guess that he could team up with with the vulture or something, but other than that, uh yeah, I don't know. Do you, I, I think oh, we're gonna sorry. see I think we're gonna actually see though uh references
0: to more Toby Maguire Spider Man. Ooh, okay. So um basically kind of going off of what uh their establishing in, in spider-man no no way home um so you think we'll actually be seeing toby Maguire, or at least a quick cameo or anything like that a la the post-credit scene from let there be carnage
1: i know it's it's pretty hard to say i think because um, in the trailer just like the first trailer that they had f- f- they had for morbius they had that picture of spider-man uh with a graffiti murderer on it and it had uh the Toby Maguire ver- like version of Spider-Man that at least the costume on the wall obviously that could be like cgied out or uh, photoshopped out but i think if anything we're going to see at least some more imagery of that version of Spider-Man like you got to see the daily bugle paper and all that stuff mm-hmm. um, but if an actual Spider-Man is going to show up it's going to be probably Tom Holland Mm. is my guess. Okay.
0: Well, last question actually. Do you think this storyline with, you know, m- within Morbius? Do you think it'll be um a storyline that takes place in the shared MCU like Tom Holland universe or do you think it'll start with the Raimi universe, you know, where it's like Toby Maguire's thing and then it'll somehow Maybe something happens within the multiverse where maybe by the end, it'll be within the shared MCU universe. Hmm.
1: I think it's going to, if I'm going to put a guess into it, I'm going to say it actually takes place in the MCU. uh, But we're going to be so like removed from like, Uh, You know, Morbius is just going to be doing his own thing separately from all the other Avengers or superheroes and all that stuff that we won't know until like the very end or until he interacts with the vulture that's like, oh, we've been there this whole time. And then, uh, you know, actually, it's hard to say because he does reference Venom in the trailer. Yeah, so that's
0: yeah. It. it was kind of random too the way he did it.
1: Uh. Yeah, that was weird. Um, I mean, it was it was kind of cool, but it's like, does it make sense? Will it be cringy in the movie? I'm not sure yet. So yeah, it, was,
0: it seemed a little forced, but I thought it was pretty funny.
1: So it's a bit weird how you have the uh, conflicting evidence of oh he knows about Venom, but then he also is in the same universe as. Michael Keaton's vulture so that's a bit strange to me yeah I think I feel like since he's I feel like he's gonna be interacting with the vulture more so I'm gonna say he's already in the MCU
0: and then Venom's gonna merge into it okay okay yeah, like I, I feel like very quickly, I feel like that post-credit scene. You know, if if it's going to be something similar along the lines of the "Let There Be Carnage" trailer, I feel like Venom will make that appearance. He'll make the surprise appearance mm. in in the in the post-credit scene.
1: That would be cool because more Venom is always good. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. More, more Tom Hardy would be good. Uh, good too, especially if you get Tom Hardy and Jared Leto in uh on screen at the same time that'd be
1: pretty cool. That would be pretty cool because just these anti anti heroes and hopefully um uh, you know just we I wanna see them interact with Tom Holland Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I mean or at least Venom interact with uh Toby Maguire's Spider Man so then you know he can basically indirectly redeem Topher Grace's Venom. Venom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: And on that note, (laughs) oh, man, Jeremy, actually, do you want to go ahead and preview what we have upcoming uh, for our main show, the Weekly Real Podcast? Yeah, next week, we're actually going to be talking
1: about Edgar Wright's latest movie where a aspiring fashion designer is able to travel into the 1960s. And something mysterious is pretty much happening in this movie, and it's last night in soho i know when i first saw the trailer for this movie i was i was like that looks like a really good movie and then it said oh directed by edgar wright i'm like oh this could be a really good movie uh i have not seen it yet and i am looking forward to talking about this movie and
0: seeing it very soon yeah i'm very curious to know what you think i've actually screened it um this past weekend and everything obviously i won't say anything i don't want to sway uh your thoughts on it so all i'll say is that uh yeah definitely check out that episode this coming monday uh, which will be november 8th last night in soho and so uh to stay uh, up to date on the happenings within the Weekly Reel podcast, uh, please follow us on uh, Facebook, on the Metaverse, right? On the Metaverse. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Facebook, Instagram, and also they're not related to the Metaverse, but Twitter as well. Uh, how, uh, which account should they follow? Yeah, it should be at Weekly Real on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yes. And so definitely check that out. We... Try to keep those um, social medias as up-to-date as possible. We put uh, polls on there. We put uh, recasts of uh, both our main show and the newsreel as well. And uh, we also advertise when new episodes come out. So definitely check that out. Follow us on Twitter instagram facebook and uh soon to be friendster just kidding <laughs> no no yeah we're not doing that <laughs> no we're not but anyway uh again uh we want to all uh just always thank you the audience for listening and supporting the weekly real podcast and we'll see you next time for last night in soho on the real